Yo, what is up? And welcome to No One's Homies, episode 1. Yo. <laughs> We're still a little awkward, okay? Forgive us. We'll um, loosen up. Yeah. Yo, uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to um, Ganging Out Podcast. That's uh, Gino Guevara, Leandro Banzon, and uh, David Mendoza. Um, oh, Luigi Mendoza. Oh my God. So sorry. That's his brother's name. Pala. Um, yeah, those guys are the our first friends that ever had a podcast. So, I mean, I, I, I thought that was really cool. And uh, we're basically biting their swag right now. <laughs> so I'm going to give them a shout out because they rock. Uh, anyway, so let's get this shit started, man. What's up? <laughs> Yo, it's so new. I mean, I feel like we're just talking like we normally would, except now there's a mic in front of my face, and and now you're you're. I'll uh, be accountable for everything I say. <laughs> That's about it. It's exactly yeah. Good, man. So if I make any mistakes, I'm sorry. Or if I'm not sorry, I'll say it also. Yeah. <laughs> Mark is very politically incorrect when we are behind closed doors, though. But I'm not racist. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've, I've not talked with about race with you enough <laughs> to be like, dude, Mark's a, Mark's a fucking racist, man. I like hip-hop. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> um... Okay. Oh my god. So I have some show notes here and just to keep us a bit on track. Um Yeah, so we're doing a podcast, man. It's pretty crazy. It's 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 an, it's a nice change of pace. Feels like there's less pressure. Yeah. It's not the same as recording our we, music. We say after like one EP and uh, three one. Yeah. And it's, it's been like, a while. Oh, so much pressure, while, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's so true if, though. If you guys listen to our music, um, if you're familiar with it. You'll know that I'm usually the one producing the beats, but now I get to talk also. So, yeah, you know, we had a huge fight. About it. Um, Mark was like, I never get to speak. It's totally not <laughs> true. You always have like the it. mic. Gigs. <laughs> <laughs> why don't Why don't I ever get to talk? Little nah. did you know I wrote all the songs too. Nah, hey, hey, this, you know, I mean, they only exist because of you. That's what you always say. It's true, though. I literally, I tried to make a No beat. one else says it. Well, <laughs> no one else understands what it really means. Yeah, that's true. This right? podcast is here because of me. It's true. I mean, half of the <laughs> three-fourths of the shit we're using is yours. Now, the microphones are yours now. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You put For a little sure. skin in the game. Yeah, man. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, so, oh. what else? What else is... Uh, what has happened recently? I think we were talking earlier about the NBA All-Star game. You catch that? Yeah. I I I mean I I watched a bit of it. I watched um I watched like the first quarter uh cuz I was at work. So I couldn't really afford to watch the whole thing yeah, like sure. at attention, but I I watched the first quarter with no volume. So <laughs> <laughs> then I watched the highlights. And oh no, I caught the the third quarter and the end of the fourth. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, the All-Star game no for the past defense. the past 2 years have been better than before that, this new sure. format with, yeah. uh, with the Yeah, it's a little dance. more interesting. It's not restricted by... by um, they seem like they try like every so often. No, but okay. The thing about the All-Star game is they always like don't play deep. Except for last year. Last year is the only exception where they played pretty hard. This um, one was like half and half. Half and uh, based half. Based on LeBron, the highlights. LeBron, I watched the highlights. Yeah, LeBron pulled it out. No, but because if you watched... I watched like, yeah, the first, third, and like end of the fourth. The oh. end of the fourth was like, whoa, they're playing real basketball. Yeah. But the first and third was like, there's zero D, dude. And yeah, they're yeah. taking ridiculous shots. Ridiculous shots. Fair enough. I guess the highlights would kind of dude, skew my view. It is. It's misleading. It makes... The, the, in general, those 10-minute uh, YouTube basketball highlight clips mm-hmm. are great but they they make basketball seem like oh this is so easy that's true <laughs> when you watch a real game you're like why are they missing all the time or when you play 2k and you keep missing you're like what the f-? that's not how the game's played although i think my favorite i mean there are a few good moments from it maybe like dirk you mean the whole weekend or the game the game first oh, okay the dirk was killing it for a little oh, bit oh yeah, yeah those yeah. two big i mean not big but far threes yeah, and then I like that Chris Middleton was able to show up. Maybe because he's probably one of the least known. Did you hear? Um, <laughs> did you hear Reggie Miller kind of like cut his legs out from under him? No, he's like uh, Chris because he went on like a small run, right? Yeah. And then uh, Reggie Miller was like, "Yeah, you know he's got to play. He doesn't know when he's gonna be back." Yet. <laughs> it's like, damn, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Come on, man. The guy's just trying to play an all-star game. Is some people really don't like him as a commentator. He's a, he's a, I can get that. He's abrasive. But he's abrasive. for me, I like some of the comments. Man, and some you're, of the old, jokes. you're just an old school guy too. You're just, you're, you're just like that, you know? Yeah. I bet you like Chris Webber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you do people don't people don't? Uh, in the at least among um the the NBA personalities that I follow on like Twitter and stuff, they All right. he's like a polarizing guy. If any of our friends who watch basketball are listening to this, yeah, please let us know. I could be wrong. Yeah, man. just I like comment wherever you're listening yeah. to this. Tell me if Reggie Miller and Chris Webber aren't good because <laughs> not good. No, no, but they're. I, yeah. I don't know about how good. But Chris I Weber enjoy was. them. Yeah. No, I mean like as broadcasters. Players only. Players only. <laughs> That's Chris Webber's thing. Um, what else? The rest of the weekend was all right. Three point contest was real good. I Just think Joe Harris, man. But no, they. I mean, he shot well. Oh yeah, I thought Steph Curry for the first, um, because uh, like on that championship, the, yeah, the round, final round, he I thought went he was straight. Yeah, I thought he was gonna be like the first guy in history to shoot every single ball, it like just for like a that. second there. It I was like, like and you know, I, I didn't even doubt it. That is how good Steph Curry is. And I think he just got tired. Yeah. That's what they were saying. As he's like, yeah. he got too excited. Probably lost all of the adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. Missed a few shots. Couldn't get and back like he in started rhythm. and like it must be pretty like jarring to be like holy shit like i just hit 10 in a row and i know i'm totally capable of shooting every single yeah. one of these I mean, balls I, i'm sure he did it in practice maybe yeah once yeah. or twice a few times yeah and like you know and the a, a good point that bill simmons brought up i i think that i need to start speaking like this um a good point that bill simmons brought up was um he probably had to buy like like 200 tickets for oh because it's like his hometown right charlotte yeah like for people he knows in charlotte so like he probably was just like i don't care him and his brother yeah i'm pretty true, sure they split yeah. that and dad's probably got some connections too <laughs> seth curry he oh he did all right he didn't do too well yeah i think the pressure got to him who oh, else seth. was in that i because that that event was the one i i got too uh, late Devin booker my boy i'm a Suns fan if you don't know Oh since yeah, yeah, maybe like 2004. So it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. the and Steve Nash days. Was that the Steve Nash days? Yeah, when he went back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Devin Booker was their only All Star representative. Oh no, DeAndre Ayton. But anyway, yeah, Devin Booker was supposed to be the guy. He was the champ. And yeah, yeah. He did all right in the first round, but I think a lot of people just did really well. Yeah, and I think I mean, who was it? Buddy Heald, Joe oh, yeah. Harris, and Steph Curry. Oh, Buddy shot Heald, yeah, like twenty plus in the first Buddy. round. It was yeah. just too hard. I mean, they just didn't miss a lot. No, and, and uh, Booker is still a volume shooter, you know? No, he still shot like, like 20, 21 or something like that. Oh he was yeah, really close to the beast, final yeah. round. Maybe a, one or two shots away. A money ball here or there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's all right. We're not going anywhere. It's the three-point <laughs> championship. <laughs> I mean, at least you had an all-star representative. I had like, what, Shai Gilgis Alexander? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mine was him and DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Um shit. The I'm a Clippers fan, by the way, for those yeah. Shay Shy Gilgis Alexander is the uh, rookie of the Clippers. Anyway. Yeah. Also, I just cursed, so that's gonna happen a lot, right? Yeah. We're gonna um, curse on this thing. Yeah. I mean sorry mom and dad. Uh quick aside, um when we first started making our music and uh we made the we made the E P public, um my parents, you know, they were proud of me. They were like, "Hey, like, I really like you. We like we really appreciate your music, and like we like the things you talk about." But do you have to swear so much? <laughs> like, is that, I, I said, guess. Okay, well, fine. I never got that because I guess it wasn't me talking. Yeah, it wasn't you talking. Like, your parents are just yeah. like, "Oh, there goes Clow." <laughs> Did your sample have a swear word? <laughs> oh, they don't even know what that is. Yeah, no. Yeah. The concept of sampling is like foreign to most. Yeah. It's basically ripping people off. Um, but. In a cool way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in um, you watch uh, maybe like the Get Down on Netflix. It's a, the series is, is not being done anymore, but uh, whatever was created is on there. You'll learn a little bit about sampling, the start of hip hop. Yeah, or um, hip hop evolution. Oh yeah, that's probably more informative. Yeah, like the Get Down is a little. little um, yeah. It took some liberties. Uh, I was going to say uh, sampling. Um, because I, I told you I was listening to the Anderson Pack episode of the Mark Maron podcast a while ago. Yeah. Um. And Anderson says, "Yeah, when yeah, in yeah, the first I, I in the think, first think, album, yeah. like we we cleared all of the samples after the fact." Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
I think if you're not really doing anything too big, yeah, I don't think I you don't, don't think, have that money to clear these samples because yeah. they're they're asking for money or for yeah, a cut. and and I mean for the I mean are we on the same page? Like we're not really doing the music thing for money. Like it's yeah, that's why like if someone comes down on us for a sample, yeah, I'd be like take take what zero we earned yeah, <laughs> from this play. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we'll take it as far as it can go. Yeah, but he was talking about sampling when he started. Now he's kind of transitioned into a band with the Free Nationals and everything. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm going to call him out on something, though. He said he's the on, they're the only group in hip-hop yeah, that's the doing roots. Come on, Simple. man. The Roots. Yeah, I was like, come the on. The Roots are... I was like, they've been there before. You, and they were still they're there. the most yeah. successful full-band hip-hop group. Like, I can't name any yeah, other. Yeah, and, and there are people who are doing it. I mean, Yeah, like, sure. Tyler the Creator's NPR Tiny Desk Concert. If you haven't seen it, watch that. I don't know if that's necessary. But it's a band. Yeah, yeah I mean, true, fair, People fair, are yeah, taking yeah, that yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mac Miller performed on Stephen Colbert with a band. Kendrick so, has been bringing in more... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, instrument, like so, full bands too. So, I mean, like, just that. I meant, like, maybe it was spur of the moment you couldn't think of yeah, any yeah, artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there okay. are a lot of hip-hop acts that are using bands now. Yeah. Let's get that right. Yeah, I think that's a that's a fair statement. Uh, also, uh, just a quick disclaimer: Mark and I are not claiming to be pu- like expert experts on any of these topics. Yeah. Um, um, if we get it wrong, fact check us. Yeah, like we're we're we are not proud men, and we we will accept the the the, the L. When we're talking about this stuff, we're just having a casual conversation, so we're not re- having like the research in front of us. Yeah. I try to get it as right as best as I can. Yeah, but I, you know, that's um, oh, sorry. Uh, before we we move into this, uh, we're getting a little bit uh abstract here with the subject matter, or like we're getting more into the idea of production in general, like music and podcasts. So before we move on further with that, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up that we said we talk about from the All Star Weekend is uh, J Cole's performance. Yeah, you see it. I have not seen it, but and and I know we plan to watch it live and like react to it. But honestly, I just want to. Like I don't necessarily feel the need to do yeah. that right now, but I'll I'll break it down because I saw it. Okay. So a lot of people were saying it was way better than Maroon 5's Super Bowl performance, if that's relevant to you, <laughs> and it definitely was. Even if Travis Scott <laughs> but, did, but there. was it better than and Fergie singing the national anthem? Oh, nothing can beat that. <laughs> nothing can beat that. That was all star history, but. I mean, it was one guy, J. Cole. He had a band, so there we have a live band. But he had a DJ also for some songs. He had a band? Yeah. I mean, like, usually the band is like a guitar, a bass, and the drums. And then somehow they figure out how to mix the sample in. I did not see that in that setup. Yeah. So it was way better than Maroon 5, Travis Scott, and SpongeBob, who they f- screwed Dude, over. Dude, they screwed SpongeBob yeah. over. And I made a mistake there. I posted on our page, like, yes, this happened. And then I but you didn't watch the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I didn't. When there's then, a fireball that comes yeah, out of the sky. Because I woke up, yeah. I woke up, and I, I saw it. I was like, "Oh my god, they did it!" And I just I jumped the gun, man. Yeah. So I jumped the gun. J Cole did I think four, four or five songs. I'm not too familiar with his new ones. I think it was the first one was like "Middle Child." You know that yeah, song? Yeah, that's the the latest single. Yeah, and then he did another song, "Count It Up." Is that a song? Count It Up. Is it from KOD? Probably. And I think they're saying he did um. The 21 Savage song. Oh, oh that's nice. The, how much money you got? A, a lot, lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. That's think, a good yeah, song. He did a little a bit good, of that. It's a good video. A good Damn, shout 21 out. Savage, man. Yeah. And then he Free did some classics. His, Not really. He did, he did Love Yours and No Role Models. I think his last two Damn. songs. Damn. Damn. And I love those songs. Okay, there is a there is a on the topic of J Cole. There is a and by the way, great set list. And I'm I'm I, I, oh I, one I, more but, thing. No. But like when he did "Love Yours," he always says like it's his favorite song, which is so cool to me because you love that song yeah. and it's low key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And like I was like, he makes so many other amazing songs with like turn up different styles his whole for your eyes only. It's that's a why abstract. So but I he went with it. the one that's I think. Whenever he says the be- his favorite song is the one that probably means the most to him, it always just gets me. You know, like he knows how probably people don't see it that way, so it's more of a personal thing. Yeah. Then no role models was good, of course. It's just a good showman. So clean the set. Uh, if you get a chance to watch like the audio for a live performance, also. Yeah. Okay. Sounded pretty much like a recording. Well, it's the NBA. 
Which I mean, okay, that's not saying much. Twenty One Savage's performance in uh, Atlanta we could watch was it. horrible. You pause? We'll just pause this. We'll watch it real quick. Uh, so that the people don't have to wait. Sure, actually, okay. actually, nah, nah, nah. It's okay. Oh. I don't. Let's just keep talking. Um, but I want to see it. Okay, fine. Okay, we'll pause this. We'll be back. Yeah. Yo, what's up? We're back. Just watched J Cole's performance on the in the All Star Weekend. It was great. It was great. I mean, I did not expect any less than that. Um, I was. I would have been. Sur- you were pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's about okay. it. Yeah, okay. there were just so. I mean, it was tighter than most live performances Heck that I've yeah. seen. Yeah, dude. Okay, I was saying this off the mic, uh, like off recording a while ago. Um, better than Twenty One Savage's performance on you uh in on half during halftime at an Atlanta no, Hawks game. Uh-huh. Ah, dude, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Twenty One yeah, Savage, yeah. man. Yeah, okay. Which you know, Twenty One Savage, like. I hope, I, hope, I hope you get to see game. your family again, bro. Like, really. I, I genuinely do. But that was a horrible, horrible performance. It sounded like the the instrumental of his song was coming from... Like, you're playing it from a cell phone to a mic. <laughs> like, it was so bad. And this is, you know, Atlanta Hawks regular season. It, you know, yeah. these people are professionals. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, they probably but have halftime shows all the time, right? Yeah. Surprised that would happen like that. Yeah, it's... Here's, but it was also very early in his career, and like he had one famous song. So, yeah. so I mean, I don't get. It. It's just, it's just a, yeah. So a, it's for probably, a fair comparison, probably not his fault. Yeah, or who? It might be. But it just shows it that be. it can't. Always might be, be like, where, where's your DJ? He's like, yeah. oh, oh, DJ. I'm supposed to have a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the British ass. You see that? You see that? Um, the that meme. Yeah. The meme where he's like, "Oh, Twenty One Savage actually told us the truth years ago." And it's an interview of him. He's like, "Yeah, when I get home, I like to, uh, I like to have myself uh, after like a long recording session, have some tea, some crumpets." <laughs> and at the time when you hear that, you're like, "Okay, well, that was kind of weird, yeah. yeah." But then you hear it, you're like, "Oh my god, everything has a reason, man. Everything has a reason." Yeah. Uh, on the topic of J. Cole um, There's a lot coming out these days About J. Cole the GOAT rapper uh, I saw a few Yeah I, I, Among our friends I've seen it more often And Oh really? Yeah Like uh, I won't name any names But somebody uh, reposted that, that performance And then claimed GOAT And then other people on the thread were like Yeah agreed agreed uh, I commented a gif of Tupac looking like what? <laughs> but but not because I think Tupac is the greatest of all time. But just like just as a joke. Calm down yeah, just, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I mean like no, but it's it's a reasonable debate. Yeah. But also just like don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, there's a lot like of things to talk about. Yeah, yeah, man. Like goat rapper is like it's goat, not goat anything. True. Goat because that's greatest of all time. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. I have misspoke many times in saying like oh I think so and so is the goat of this and that. I have since learned since the the, the start the, the turn of the new year. <laughs> no, but like in recent. Time I've been like you know I, I better just, start watching the yeah, way just, that I just try to stray away just yeah. like you know he's great. No, nah, but but there's, I get it's there fun to have a, that conversation. There, is, a, there yeah. is the, but you know what I'm thinking. Uh, there's some clear cut ones easier to that are above the rest. Yeah, you know? just like obviously to, MG and LeBron are in one conversation, but you're not like. But even when people bring up Kobe, it's like reasonable. Yeah, I can, sure. I can, yeah. I can listen to this conversation. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And see what there might be that I'm missing. Yeah, and then when people start bringing in like, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like an obscure goat. Oh. Uh, never mind. Yeah, never I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, I don't want to dig too deep and then say some <laughs> I might shit. Might insult someone. Yeah, exactly. That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah. But there's other sports where it's like, um, I guess like NFL. If you watch NFL, most yeah, people yeah. consider it, it's Tom Brady Tom the goat because the most championships. Shout out Santo Campos, Patriots. Yeah. We get it, bro. You're a fan and you watch the NFL. No, I like the Patriots too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, J. Cole as the GOAT, I, I, I argue that he might be one of the greatest of all time commercial rappers. You know what I mean? This is the double platinum with no yeah, features. Yeah, you know ish. what I mean? Like he, yeah. like he definitely is up there. Um, Some people say Jay-Z is the GOAT. I don't really get that. I guess there's a cultural aspect. Fair. There's a cultural aspect. He did like, put class and ta- like good yeah. taste He took it to hip-hop. a different level. You're right. The game. You're right. You're right. Same right. way that people say like Fair Kenya. I Michael feel, Jordan I feel changed how people do it. Yeah. True, true, true. It's just you're so right, much to consider. Yeah. Because people will talk if it does just say rap, it's lyrically. Yeah, but like, okay, but like, come on, yeah. Kendrick. Like, no one was gonna stick up for Kendrick. No, like, Kendrick. I'm, I'm sure it's already no, been I mean, a conversation. Like, it's just yeah. J Cole performed recently, brings up you know the fans to get a little. 
louder. There is a there. I actually think I shared it on our Facebook page. By the way, uh, shameless plug. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, no one's home. No one's home. I um, assume the podcast will be released there. Yeah, on our Facebook, yeah. and we'll we'll put something up on our Instagram as well. But uh, just uh, we share other people's content as well. Um, we we share snippets sometimes of our stuff if we memes. Yeah, memes, you know. But we're yeah. not a meme page. No, not at all. We're yeah. we're still an artist page. We try. Like we we got day jobs too, you know. Twenty yeah. percent of the time it's a musician's page. Eighty yeah, percent of yeah, the time it's yeah. just a, we it's need, a finsta. Yeah, but anyway, uh so I th- there was a post I shared about um like it's J. Cole the greatest rapper. It was by Genius or something. I think I saw that. Yeah, and didn't read it yet. And then all the comments were like uh Kendrick has more Widely, but that's blah, like blah, blah blah. Like they, they, he was putting up Metacritic. That's when I started getting like. Yeah, but Genius also knew that's what's gonna happen. They want them clicks, bro. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They're like Genius always sharing the same content or like other music blogs. You know, like Consequence of Sound, and then they're always like, "It's a Kanye article here again." They just want the clicks. You yeah, know? yeah. Just choose the content that you wanted true. to read, or you can argue in a fair manner. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the J. Cole GOAT debate, it's reasonable again. I probably wouldn't put him there myself. Um, like, like as in above all the rest. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just... Yeah, fair. Dude, honestly, I would put... um, I'd put like early early masters up there. You know, you put like a genius or like a... Yeah, it's hard to say for yeah, the new ones. Yeah. Even like Kanye. And I really love oh, Kanye. Kanye. I mean, you know, like, there's an argument that like he's one of the best writers... Yeah, you and know? one of like the best producers or was for at sure. one point. Oh, for sure. But the goat conversation is just so hard to quantify. Yeah. And music on its own is like, how are you going to like? I mean, yes, there's hip hop, but like, look at hip hop now. There's so many subgenres that it's, it's impossible anymore to. And that's why, yeah, if you're gonna name someone from the '80s hip hop to impossible. be the goat, they'll seem a little corny. And then people yeah. say, um, what's their name? The one with like the dollar sign album cover. You usually ASAP Mob. No, no, the old one. Oh, dollar sign cover. Oh, Eric Bean Rakim. Yeah, I meant like. Yeah, yeah. Is it another? Rakim yeah, Rakim is considered one yeah of one of the goats. Yeah. And True. if you listen to it now, and you're a new rap fan, you'll probably have a hard time really enjoying. I don't know, that. man. When you see that date, it's like. Like 1988. Yeah, that's why. Like, the cadence and like, the rhyme scheme. Yeah, it's, yeah. Or Run DMC, iconic. Yeah, but true. Like, I don't listen I to them every I day. I wouldn't yeah. consider them GOAT, though. No, no, no. I'm just yeah. saying, like, how are you going to bridge all these generations when it's yeah, changed Yeah, yeah, you're so right, much? you're right. It's the same argument with, like, LeBron and Kobe. It's like... Basketball, I LeBron and Kobe, closer. LeBron and MJ. Wow, that is Basketball is a bit closer because it's played almost the same way. Yeah. And yeah. it's more about stats, but then, yes, there's more to basketball than stats, right? Yeah. Anyway. But, I mean, okay, I guess based on, like, just basketball, like, MJ has to be the GOAT right now. Okay, maybe we'll just talk about what, what it takes to be the GOAT. I mean, Welcome like, to yeah. the Ted Radio Hour. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I was about to say, because for any topic, people are always, there's, like, many ways to define how you're going to choose your GOAT. Some people use stats, like you said, Metacritic numbers, album sales. Yeah. Some people use more subjective factors, like cultural impact, um, just the overall, even, like, an intangible vibe. Let's just say, for me, I usually pick my GOAT just off, like, a feeling, a gut feeling. He might not have the best stats yes arguably great stats let's just say like i pick michael jordan over lebron which i usually do mm-hmm. so i mean the championships are there but they say lebron does all the other stats like yeah, amazingly yeah. right yeah, yeah. but at the end of the day whatever. it's just the feel like i think michael jordan will best represent the basketball. game of basketball at the yeah. end of the day if i just want someone to say fair enough fair enough who am i gonna throw out there to convince someone that this sport or this thing is worth something I'll throw out Michael Jordan. Okay, so uh, to um, on that line of thinking, yeah, for J- any Jay Live is the best <laughs> of all time. He's the goat. He's the freaking no, goat, no, no, man. No. But He's there are there are oh. like minimum standards for numbers. Oh. That's right. Like Michael Dude, Jordan, can, I can. Fine, I don't yeah, have to talk about stats because he has more than enough. Come but on, I man. In terms of I can't art put, and like, culture, I don't think I could put yeah. like. Um, like Steve Nash, he just doesn't have enough numbers. Dude, Boban Marjanovic has a higher player efficiency rating than anyone in the history of the NBA. Yeah, but you're just getting off topic. Tell me, <laughs> tell me he is not the GOAT. <laughs> Bobby and Toby. Uh okay. So 
I mean, I think just, we have that's a, just my piece about yeah, how you decide the goat conversation. Yeah, you don't got to defend yourself to me, man. Like, no, I'm just talking to the people of the internet. <laughs> I don't want you coming after me. Oh, man, you're talking about the goat. Yeah, you man, don't at, even know what you're talking about. Day, at the end of the day, we cannot avoid having haters. It's just no, part yeah. of it. It's just part of it. You can still hate. I'm just telling you, I don't care because I thought about it a lot. Yeah, he so cares. Anyway, um, but I think we have a bit more time. I just wanted to get into... How I, long I, have we been on? I don't know. I think it's been about a bit over an hour right now. I think you can see it over the bottom, like rolling by. The bottom. Like the time code. No, I don't see anything. Okay, anyway. Anyway, um, I just wanted to make a habit of bringing up anything that we've been watching. Let's call this segment what we've been consuming. <laughs> I think that's fair. I mean, we can talk about any great food restaurants also, yeah, I think. Yeah, Consuming. Sure. I mean, yeah. that's pretty much how people oh my God. live nowadays. Right? Yes, we are. It's consumptive lifestyle. We are eaten by the system. Uh, okay. But anyway, so have you been watching or listening or uh, eating anything? For movies, actually, I did want to talk about this a little bit. It's a little, a little off the... It's not new and it's probably not... Doesn't that, matter, man. Yeah, Doesn't okay. Matter. I watched um, Notting Hill. <laughs> my best friend's wedding last weekend and i would have to say fucking great <laughs> so much fun you're adorable julia roberts woo. you're adorable i, I, I mean, have not I, I i haven't seen my best friend's wedding in a while so and Netflix, i haven't seen nothing watch hill, it so. <laughs> i just it's because i saw nothing hill without spoiling it yeah. why, why did you enjoy it dude it's just like a julia roberts plays like a pretty consistent type of character just so charming and those like early rom-coms oh they just i don't know they just make you feel good they're not too dumb not too obvious yeah, like comedy before was just more palatable yeah you know? now it's either yeah. like really really bad or just fuck in your face and then like but hilarious nothing hill is as a rom-com is pretty not i wouldn't say complex but it's not typical what is the what is the story of notting hill so julia roberts plays like a famous actress and she falls in love with a guy um hugh grant plays him he's like a hugh grant whatever yeah, happened to that yeah guy. that's why anyway, anyway mickey blue eyes anyway he is like a bookstore owner in notting hill just a regular joe and then notting hill is in london yeah okay. yeah so figured they he just like they just happen to meet meet each other and fall in love it's a love story but it you know it has some twists and turns yeah, everyone and, you and gotta it, watch it yeah and they have like Something that Hugh Grant is good at is like subtle, subtle it's like charm. It's yeah, the ch- real charm. charm. That's true. You're right. That's what it is. That's what it is. But then you know when I watched the movie and they're like, she's not so sure about him. I was like, dude, this guy's gorgeous. What are you talking <laughs> about? I mean, the character's supposed to be a little more subtle, but straight up, he's a movie movie star. It's a yeah. movie, you know. Yeah. Bang, that's not what you see every day. <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, like, come on. For in the that, purposes in of the universe, movie, it's just if like, you look like Julia Roberts. Roberts too, you're also like, uh, I mean, yeah. And she was I mean? famous. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. And then my best friend's wedding. It's also a rom com. So Julia Roberts plays. Why you on that Julia Roberts fix, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just. <laughs> Hey man, you can no- yeah. You don't have to explain anything to anyone. So she basically, this one is just like her best friend who she used to date, and then they broke up, but they remained super best friends. Is gonna get married to someone, and then Julia Roberts finds out that she might be in love with him. So it's like I gotta break up my best friend's wedding. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I kind of recall this, but um, I definitely don't remember like the moment, the moment yeah. of this movie. It's just I don't know. I was about to watch Pretty Woman also, just ran out of time. Pretty woman. Uh, cool. <laughs> what have I been watching? Uh, on Netflix, I'm in the middle of Umbrella Academy right now. I saw it. Uh, uh, I haven't seen it. So pretty the, good. Uh, it's the, pretty good. It's dark. I did not think it would be this dark. I mean, okay, it's not as dark as the first episode led me to believe it was going to be. But it's good. I mean, it's. I, I mean I'm entertained by it. What's the gist? They are seven kids with superpowers that were adopted by like a super rich guy who wanted to make like basically the x-men but is he a good guy uh, or you don't know yet this, this uh, super, in the first know, i'm just gonna talk based on the premise of the first episode uh so i'm not really spoiling yeah. much uh or anything really it's just that he he's, he seems like the type of guy that's like a detached father and uh, I guess they're going to go into it more. Yeah. Or no, they do go into it more. Sorry, I'm on the fourth episode. I, mean, I know just, that It much. just seems like a setup, right? Yeah. Super no, the, the premise is like they, they, there were 40-something kids around the world 
who were born on the same day and all of their mothers were not pregnant when they woke up earlier that day. What? Yeah, it sounds crazy, right? Like No, it just didn't make sense. Each of the girls that gave birth woke up they got, normal and then later on in the day they just became pregnant and gave birth uh, so on they, the spot. They got pregnant and gave birth within one day. Yeah. Basically. Forty women all oh, over the world. Yeah. And then he was able to track down like seven of the kids and um like tried to make them his X Men. What are what are the powers like? Uh, one kid can teleport. The other kid is super strong. The other kid is like just hella freaking athletic and like he's like a Batman. And then um, so the other one has this power where like if she if she whispers something to you, you do it. <laughs> it's weird. It's it's weird. Like she told the bad guy like shoot your friend in the foot. And he shoots but him she in the has foot. to whisper it. I don't know. I don't really <laughs> have a full understanding. Shout it across. I don't have a full shoot understanding. Your Maybe she just has to yes, say it. Like, I don't know. They haven't. Shoot your friend. They haven't really used much <laughs> of their powers yet. And then they're the one kid, the I mean, seventh. How kid, old are they already? When this it's it jumps starts. between um, them as kids and them as adults. Okay. Uh, the the seventh kid who is played by um, who played Juno. Um, Ellen Page. Ellen Page. She's like the only one with no powers. Oh, it sucks, man. <laughs> like she is super. If there was ever a black sheep in a family, then why is she chosen? Because she was one of those kids born that day. Yeah, but you know, millions of kids are born every day. Yeah, but not oh, like not that. They, not like you know, that. But there are a lot of kids born every day, so maybe they just made a mistake. The guy's like, oh, there's forty of them. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's like at the end of the season, they're just like, oh, whoops, switched kid, like swapped at birth. Yeah, fine. Uh, That's why I was like, maybe yeah, they made a mistake. And, who knows? Who knows? Uh, the, uh, so I'm watching the Umbrella Academy. Uh, what else? I just watched the Lego Movie too, uh, but I fell asleep through a bit of it because we just ate in. Uh, but Nikkei from what you saw, that. was alright. It was good, man. Like the the thing I enjoy about the Lego Movie is that it's really more about the message than like the action you know yeah I mean, and and i'm a i'm a huge it's a lego. fun movie yeah, and i'm a, a huge lego movie. guy i'm a huge like build it yourself guy if so you're looking for it to win best picture heck no probably not but it will be the animated and it felt like it had as much uh, i'm stealing this uh this opinion from the guys from the slash film podcast but i i do agree with this the, the, they have a lot of heart in those movies and i i i appreciate that i think so i mean i watched the first one mm-hmm. it's yeah like you won't realize how m- nice it is to watch it till after the fact, kind of. Yeah. Like at, at the start, you just think it's like a pretty shallow, fun movie for kids. Yeah. But then you're kind of like, wow, they're trying to create something that's yeah. new that will give people memory, especially Lego. It's such an yeah. iconic toy. Yeah. You know, and it's a it's a pretty expensive commercial, but <laughs> it's a good one. It makes money. No, it'll pay for itself. The the one of itself. the one of the settings in that movie is now the most expensive and like the the most expensive set with the most pieces. It used oh. to be like the Millennium Falcon, something like something. Death Star, yeah, something yeah. like that. Or yeah, Death Star, something like so that. So it's the Lego for like 16 plus. Yeah, this one is now, um, uh, it's like the head of the Statue of Liberty and like a Planet of the Apes post-apocalyptic style. Oh, so it's yeah, like, it like has, half-ish yeah, it, has some, it has something like 70,000 pieces. That's ah, crazy. It's crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you know Lego's not even cheap yeah they'll probably cost like I don't know like $600 something like that what? yeah is that how much the, like the Millennium Falcon the cost? Millennium Falcon's like $500 I think oh I thought it was more like close to like $200 $10,000 bucks something like no that. no no it's about it's pretty expensive and then yeah, it, it went up to $5,000 when they discontinued the line that's probably why they make it so complicated because yeah. if a kid sees it it's like let's buy that one yeah. the parents have to be like Oh what <laughs> what? This is a six hundred dollar one. <laughs> you can't finish this. It's for sixteen year old up. You know. Lego Lego's crazy. They started as a as a wooden toy company during World War Two, I think. Um, I just know it's like what Danish. Danish. Yeah. Danish. I went to the original Lego Land in Denmark in Copenhagen, and I'll tell you, it's a lot of Lego. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else have we been watching? Um, have I think you, Dragon have, Prince season two is out. Have you watched Dragon Prince? I've seen season, season one. one. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I like it. Uh, it's not as the animation is a little clunky. Yeah, people have said it's yeah. like uh, it's smooth, but it just looks so. Um, how, how do you describe it? Like clear, like sharp, sharp. It just looks sharp. Maybe sharp, yeah. 
So it doesn't even the movements. Yeah. So parang the frames you can see it so vivid, like clearly. I guess it puts people off. Yeah. Uh I mean if you like Avatar The Last Airbender, it follows the same vein. I think the creator is the same. Yeah. If I remember I correctly. I think Sokka's voice is yeah, there. Yeah, he's there. He's I think the I'm older pretty brother. Sure, yeah. And it's kind of the same concept. Um, you know, war yeah, of certain war kingdoms and then there's magic involved and then yeah, there's someone's like a, been chosen to save the world and like a metaphor kids, for kids. racism. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, uh but but yeah, uh season 1 if you watch it, it goes by pretty fast. The seasons are yeah. like nine episodes yeah. each, twenty minutes. It's definitely not as much of a deep cut as as Avatar because yet. Like Avatar, no, no, no. yeah, yeah, sure. But I mean, Avatar was like how many episodes per season? Like it was twenty, twenty, you know, like yeah. yeah. But that's that's old you, TV style. Netflix is always true. about 10, 11. I know, for their, but for like their I originals. just I just felt like those long. Um, no, I really wish it was longer. You know? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I want to spend more time with yeah. these characters, basically, is what I'm saying. I just don't know why Netflix has chosen that I think, nine episode yeah. to... For funding 13? purposes, too. 13? I think. Or they just make so much content so quick. Yeah, you know, there's just... There's just only... So we can only ask so yeah. much. <laughs> so, I mean, you haven't seen season two of I've The seen, Dragon Prince. I've Prince. seen yeah, two episodes. Oh, what? Yeah, okay. Episodes. But yeah, I mean... Season one is basically a world-building season where they're trying to establish what kind of parameters people exist and who the characters are mm-hmm. and what the main plot line is. Yeah, I've true. seen, I think, four, uh, maybe four. Oh, somewhere you're in the, the first season. No, second season. Oh, I think okay. I've watched six or s- six episodes, maybe five or six. Okay. And, I mean, it's just really good at building on a world. The world seems to be really good. Like... Uh, Avatar level maybe not no yeah Avatar was but, just so and just but it's so much fun it's just so much fun to watch yeah and I'm yeah. just glad there's something like Avatar that came out because it's just one of my favorites though, yeah. and I can't just keep rewatching it yeah and I don't that, that want to watch Rick and Morty. I don't want to watch Korra sorry y'all what it's not that good oh I loved Korra man more than Dragon Prince uh, right mm. now maybe right now yeah but I don't know where Dragon Prince will go uh, I, I loved Korra though uh, that Avatar 1 episode I didn't watch it no. dude wow so it, they, they told the story of how how the Avatar first started like um, each each type of bender um, had this giant sea turtle and then you <laughs> get you get your power to bend from the sea turtle so that you can either uh, wow, that's kind of like Dragon Prince. Yeah, there are aspects. Of and then it. this yeah. guy, he's like the first guy to ever go to all the turtles and be like, "Give me the power." But he's chill. He's like a nice guy. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. What, what nation was he from? He was fire. Might oh. have been fire. Might have been fire. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting, man. And and the art style was unique. It wasn't uh, because it, was, it it was like Korra visiting her first avatar. You know, the first one. Uh. I mean, out of all three shows, probably I still like Last Airbender the most in terms Same, of style. In yeah. terms of style, Same, yeah. story clearly for sure. Yeah, anyone's gonna argue that, you know. Yeah, that's. I wouldn't mind seeing the Last Airbender animated the same way Korra was. Like, yeah, just, just a bit updated. Just yeah, just you watch looks... it on Netflix; it's still square. It's kind of like, wow, yeah. this is old. It's the old yeah. show. But I would, lo- dude, I would rewatch that entire thing for the third time if it was like. Main. wide screen yeah <laughs> and like just clean no, like. I'd still watch it either way it, same but like I mean I'd do it right now <laughs> yeah I mean it just shows a little age yeah but content wise one of the best if not the best cartoon I've seen yeah Uh, something else uh, I wanted to talk about what have I been doing oh yeah so I'm I'm like at the tail end of Red Dead Redemption 2 right now I just gotta say what a game <laughs> What a game. It is it's more than a game. It's like a it's just a cowboy simulator basically. <laughs> it's so cool, man. Like I get it. I get I get the cuz I listen to a, I think I listen to gaming podcasts the most. IGN, shout out you guys are the best. And then the voice chat. Heck yeah. And the uh, game scoop, Damon oh, yeah. Hatfield, Fair. you are my idol. Um Yeah, man, like it, a lot of people in like the hardcore gaming community gave it some grief because the moment to moment gameplay wasn't fun so to speak not yeah. like in a GTA where it's like get in this car like you know it's crazy yeah. stuff happening all okay. the time 
But there's something about this game that it brings me back to when I played Zelda The Breath of the Wild. Like, it's just... But you like that. Exactly. Really, that's, that's not for everyone. I, yeah, would, yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, I yeah. usually get a bit bored yeah, yeah, having sure. to walk around all the time. But yeah, yeah. I know you, you enjoy yeah. and I like just the, walking. Dude, and when you when you see the... it's the, That's just the thing, you know. With the, the thing about it is, okay, I, I can understand that. But for me, the thing I really appreciated about Red Dead was that it rewards you for just going on your own, doing whatever. Little, little Easter eggs for you. Yeah, man. Like, just I for went, being out there. Dude, this is the craziest experience I had happened to me the other day. I was, uh, I, I, I had run across this guy a few times before. He's like this feral guy. He howls at the moon. And I always assumed that like he, he grew up with wolves, right? It's like out in the wild? Yeah, yeah. And then so I came across him again for the first time since like this, like early parts of the game. And then, I followed him and he brought me to this den where there were two other wolves there and then they started like growling at me angrily and they're coming closer and I don't know just based on my instinct in the game uh, I, I brought out my gun and I pointed <laughs> it at these wolves and then they started like yeah. they, they weren't approaching right away like I could have run away but in my head I was like and this is just random like yeah. it's not part of a mission quest no 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 I think this is they just put it in there in like the code yeah, you know the, random the world, encounter the there are a lot of ran- that's like the, the, the bread and butter yeah. of Red Dead random encounters but what I mean is like you following him you just want yeah, to yeah 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 I just wanted to do it I was in the open world and then he the, the dogs are coming towards me finally uh, the wolves and then they do and I shoot them you know like I just it was an instinct yeah, I shot yo, them is it yeah I mean and this guy just starts freaking wailing man like he doesn't even oh. attack me he's just like ah! like you killed his family bro yeah man that's it sunk in like right after that i was like oh my god like i killed yeah. basically the only family he's ever known and then like, he was <laughs> curled up into a ball and i walked closer to him and he starts yelling like leave like but not really like that clearly because he can't speak he's feral yeah just like a Fair, like a yeah, and he was in so much. Yeah, he was in exactly. That's what it was. So uh, it was chilling. And I was like, "This is a fucking video game." I and I I brought out a gun. Oh. Yeah, because he was in so <laughs> much pain. Oh. <laughs> I know where this is going. I brought yeah. out. I shot him in the head, man. Like I just, I needed to put him out of his misery. <laughs> he was. I was so shook. And then oh, walking no. away from that, I was like, "Oh my god." There's a lot of weird things in this. Yeah, like yeah. I was walking away from it and I was like, I f- I'm finally, I'm having an existential crisis as this character. <laughs> what a game. What a game. That 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 for me was like, because I was on the fence because I've listened to all these podcasts and they have all these opinions and they affect my opinion. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. I think I, I enjoy this part. I enjoy it. It's a but beautiful you, ass yeah. game. I wasn't sure if I really loved it. And then when that moment, when that encounter it, happened the other day, I was like, okay. Like this is good. This is one of my favorite yeah. games ever. Now, yeah, I mean, um, I think games have evolved to such a place that goes beyond bef- like mission quest level, level beating the level type of thing. Where it's now score. just just yeah. a, like a form of art. So, in the same way, it, they express themselves by in this case creating such an expansive world that some people might think is too too much to comprehend further whatever how they consume it yeah like the same way that there's some forms of art that you just don't get yeah doesn't yeah. mean it's not good you just uh, don't get it it's not you your could, style you could, you could say that about any art yeah. form you know but what I'm saying is like even hearing it from you I would probably have mm-hmm. a different opinion yeah you I wouldn't have think... enjoyed that moment as much yeah I would yeah. have just you know I could, I could try to that. go through the game reasonably quick try to do some side quests mm-hmm, here and there but mm-hmm. I do get bored if I have to just walk around yeah you would hate this yeah. game so you would hate that's this. there's no fast travel mostly like sports games and stuff like that it's yeah. a bit quicker paced oh, but you suck at 2k man uh, <laughs> I don't want to make the podcast about this dude <laughs> oh <Yeah>. oh <laughs> Just because you know, Mark it's a, it's because uh, I beat him most of it. Uh, but he kicks my butt in Smash Bros. I'll give you that. But everyone kicks my butt in Smash Bros. So that's not much. Yeah, it's not saying. It's just no. I'm just saying we're digging a deep hole. We're gonna fine, get lost fine. here. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, so other things that are coming up that I'm excited about. Um, still on the topic of video games, Nintendo is releasing. Uh, yeah, if, Link's if, Awakening. If you have a 
Nintendo Switch seems like a good time for you. Dude, Nintendo. Okay, fine. It's a switch of topic instead of Link's Awakening. The Nintendo Switch is lit. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, best selling console of 2018. Depends on how you are as a gamer. Uh, I used to have a PS4, or my brother did, and he took it with him. It's his anyway. I don't Bastard. care. Yeah, well, whatever. So I bought a <laughs> Nintendo Switch for myself. I chose it because I don't play video games as much. And mm-hmm. the portability factor just seemed yeah. way more enticing than having to get a PS4, which I already know what it's like. Yeah. So, I mean, my experience so far, yeah, I mean, it's a perfect blend of like serious gaming casual gaming and a good form factor there are some things that you miss out on like people playing right now like red dead you're not gonna get that um people now are playing apex legends you're not gonna get that Ooh, or so you might good. but so you, you don't have it right yeah it might come i mean but they, then you have things like smash mario kart super mario party if you like that and there are zelda man yeah zelda, zelda. Uh, uh, and you can bring it around that just really helps like if i okay you can play 2K, that's why man. yeah yeah like i mean this. There are places where I've been, that? like I'm waiting in line somewhere, maybe like getting a haircut, and I'm just playing like a few rounds of Smash. Mm-hmm. And then when it's my time to go, I just put on the sleep button. So easy. I don't have, I mean, you know, yeah. I don't have to look at my phone every day. I don't want to Yeah, yeah. just have another thing to do. So Nintendo Switch has been well worth the purchase <laughs> for me. And that's from, you know, I don't play it that often. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I am in complete agreement. I actually don't know anyone who didn't like the Switch. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, people, aside, like, non-gamers aside, like, I have a lot of friends still that are non-gamers that have a Switch that are like, I barely use it. I'm like, you barely play video games anyway. Yeah, that's why. I think, <laughs> I think the Switch is perfect in that sense because the people who are serious video gamers already know what they're going to miss out on by buying it. So they usually have a PS4 or something like mm-hmm. that, like, in your case. It's a complimentary, yeah. almost. So they're not going to be too disappointed because they knew what they were getting into and then the yeah. non-gamer they want to get that because it's the popular thing it's more fun looking than a ps4 since they don't play video games that much they probably won't be looking for more than that they're not going to be asking for red dead because they weren't video hardcore video games in the first yeah. place you know what i mean yeah it's i mean uh it's similar to the wii when it came out you know like uh. The Wii, I mean, <laughs> yeah. okay, the Wii did not have as many hardcore titles, but for the hardcore gamer, there were some... Yeah. There were some... Nintendo tries to put itself in a pretty yeah. like uh, creative positioning. I think Super Mario uh, and their, Galaxy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah Galaxy. That, that's like one of the most highly acclaimed 3D Nintendo, Mario yeah, Nintendo games. Nintendo just has the strength of their first-party titles. Just yeah. carries them. Smash, but everybody hated... Oh, no, they love yeah, Melee. They'll still play it. Still play it. What's, what's it? Melee's GameCube, I think. Oh, okay. Brawl my bad, my is bad. Wii. Oh, yeah, that's then people Smash hated 4 that. People hated Brawl. But, you know, they still played it and they still bought it. True. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo just has their own vision of how video gaming goes. Yeah. And they also, sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah, dude. Look at their online platform. It is yeah, shite. Yeah. I really. Smash I st- Online is okay. I still haven't bought it. I, still, I think I'm going to do it soon just for cloud saves because the, the battery of my Switch is starting to like get fat. I'm worried oh. that it's gonna die. So I'm yeah, gonna... those things are kind of off-putting about the Switch, though. But I mean, I, it's but, two years in. Yeah, it's two like, years in, and I play that thing every day. Yeah. So and, I mean, if you're on the totally fence about fair, it, man. Uh, life's too short. Just ha- if you can afford it, buy yeah, it, dude. have fun. Dude, you if buy, it breaks, you, you buy know, a phone. You, you buy a phone for more. It does more, but it lasts like, about the same. Lasts about the same amount if of not time, like shorter or longer, or longer, depending on how well you take care of it. You know, like it's or just how knew your phone you want it to be yeah yeah that's true uh speaking of uh phones is that uh, your, is that your transition everything no speaking <laughs> of <laughs> well he'll get better we're getting we're getting <laughs> that i told you it's still a bit awkward I, I i didn't know if i was going to address the 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 podcast listeners again directly i i, I apologize if i think we can this yeah, no yeah. this yeah if if we all the podcasts if, if i've heard we, or and or either of us individually seem a little all over the place at times, whether it's now or in future episodes. Uh, just uh, cut us some slack. We're doing this for fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> so what are phones? Um, oh, yeah. So about phones, my sister's um, Huawei phone, the motherboard overloaded um, when she was in the Pollock. 
she said i think i'm not 100 percent sure if she had dropped it in the water or not but she said that it just happened and i think it might have been due to sun exposure or something because they were at the beach she just left it out you think? maybe i think you know it's possible because right. they were playing with uh with with my niece on the shore yeah so you know it just made me think like even these powerhouse phones that are cheap like there's some something's got to give yeah yeah yeah. you know something's got it's a beast ass phone but but something's got to give you gotta take care of them a little bit (laughs) i brought it up at work um because one of our office mates getting a huawei and they were like that's a cia phone i was like that's like the opposite of a cia i have a huawei phone it's like you like the the cia is not allowed to have huawei (laughs) yeah i mean america doesn't like it but but i've I've said i've said this before I mean, for every, it's the general public out there. If you don't have anything like incriminating to hide, I don't know why you have to be so sensitive about list like, your phone. Yeah, but I mean, like, the, I mean, there Facebook, are there Facebook are more people and, with, uh, that have that are your privy social to. media taking so much of your data anyway. It's true, it's true. But I'm saying, like, okay, let's say people who can afford to buy like high, high priced phones. Let's say, yeah. Uh, and you buy like, a, let's say you're a lawyer. You're privy to a lot of, of yeah, private okay, okay. information that... But I don't think the government of China is yeah, doing that much. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's still getting mined. It's but even still if you getting have an mined. iPhone, I think it's pretty much the same. You, th- you don't think? I don't think to this to the extent. Well, we're, I'll find we're going out. on a Joe Rogan tangent yeah. right now. We'll find out. I'll, I'll let shout you out to Joe Rogan, by the way. One of our idols for Straight the podcast up. game and Straight the live up. game. And the live game, yeah. man. He's just goals. Yeah. He has a happy family. He's fit. He's balling. Knowledgeable, smart. Knowledgeable, smart, and rational. Yeah. He's and he just has like Joe a Rogan's good, good set of friends. Episode. Yeah. Right? Dude, Jordan Peterson, who has changed my life and my outlook on, on discipline. I think we could talk about this, but maybe for another episode, because I do have some thoughts about Jordan Peterson, but I've only seen a few videos. Yeah, we'll go into yeah. that another time. But uh, I, I've... I've gone in depth to a lot of his content i listened to his uh lecture series on yeah. podcast it's very informed like makes sense man and I, I just agree with it you know like it that's the for in the, the most part in the yeah. bottom line like i just agree with the things that he says i don't agree with all of it but i i i, I agree with it enough that i'm willing to to try and model my 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 life like you're around. taking some of that seriously yeah man uh just from what i've seen i think he has some good like practices, but I also think there's some abrasive parts it's to his, to dude, his uh, no, method. When you're that smart, I think it's just kind of hard to look at Sam Harris, look at uh, Ben Shapiro. No, I've. Alex I can Jones see that. Joke yeah, no, I can see that, but it's also like. Um, I think also if what you've seen of him yeah, is, I don't his, know. is yeah, his I recent um debates and interviews yeah, probably, online yeah, yeah. he's already at like this level where he has had to stop doing that stuff because he's looked back at it and has been like i don't like that um he i got caught up in it yeah like he think? was like he because he knew he was he was correct in those arguments yeah. and like people did too but he just saw the kind of arrogance that it was mm-hmm. building and he didn't like it yeah. because he he teaches against that yeah you know okay there's a there, yeah. I'm not I, again I'm not I'm not an apologist either like I know it's just your view it's just yeah. my view and it's just uh, I I'm not the type of person I'm not a purist I don't go like all in on one single thing like in terms of that so I just pick the parts of what he says that I like um that I think I could learn a lot I mean, from I mean I feel like that's what everyone should do yeah like, like so I feel like that's make, what being your own yeah, person yeah, is. you're just gonna swallow the whole philosophy whole, like completely yeah. I think you just be as it's just as dangerous as yeah. rejecting someone else's completely yeah so Some, yeah picking somebody and choosing. that saying about blind followers you know, blind yeah, yeah. Followers. I mean again back to like the Joe Rogan that's what I've been trying to emulate he seems like the guy who picks and chooses evolves yeah but I've caught dude you guys there's so many times I've caught Joe Rogan just being like a like a wishy-washy dude yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you know, he he gives it a good shot. Yeah, he, he gives it a good shot. Definitely does. You know, he's not perfect. He's yeah. not perfect. And he, he seems to be genuine when he apologizes, things like yeah. that. Yeah, and he seems to be genuine in his pursuit for the objective truth. Yeah, yeah. Even and if he will not claim that he is a truth seeker, he or he, he, might, he enjoys he might. the truth. Yeah, it seems to be which which I definitely appreciate, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could talk a little more about this because I mean, it is a current. Um, just current part of society where everyone's trying to navigate online comment sections, uh, those types of sensitive discussions, and also like fake news. And 
I'm not where I guess for this one we're not really trying to say what's right and what's wrong but it's more of like I, what I've what I've noticed about certain approaches and how they turn out some turn out better than others and there are some who are more you know level-headed and they just can back away from a, a heated argument when they know it's not worth it and yeah and stay in the pocket you know like stay in the argument stay not in the not, pocket not yes to, sir not get too riled up about certain when someone says something that you really disagree with mm-hmm. and it, it it just seems to be like that's happening less and less for sure i mean i guess because people are learning man like what do you mean? wait? I mean, what do you mean? What do you? What I mean, is like that, which that, is happening? That kind less of interaction less. happens less and less. Oh, where it's people are staying in their own space. No, that where people are meeting in the common space. Oh yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I mean like staying within their own. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I think, I think again, it's because people are learning. Uh, I I was trying to say that to make another point, but it's also to the point that people are more opinionated because they're learning new shit, and it doesn't. I'm not saying that that. Uh, that's that like no here l- hear me out hear me out this for i see these conversations like this as like as like basically the bumps in the road on the way to like smooth communication and you know because now there's information everywhere and and this this information g- gives people power it gives them the power or it makes them feel like they have the power to 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 speak their minds and their opinions about certain topics and then but that's still different from using that power correctly. Even me, like, yeah, I wouldn't but, try to comment on everything have the power that I might have read something yeah, about. But, yeah, of course, but not everyone's you. You know what I mean? Like, like people are going to test out the power that they get or the information that they gain. Like, and sometimes if so you just if think it, like when they get it wrong, it's just part of the process. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like people learn from their mistakes. I think that's my main. But my, do you think people are learning from their mistakes? I think now? so. I think more and more in our, at least in our immediate circles, um, without naming any names, people have been more, more open, open to yeah. nuanced conversations. Yeah. And I've spoken Fine. to, I've spoken to a lot of different people who are open-minded. Like oddly, I've spoken to a Duterte supporter that I mean, I don't, I don't support Duterte's philosophies, uh, but, but. I've spoken to someone that was rational in a conversation with me and I really respected that. I appreciated that. And then it made me think like, oh my God, like there's hope. Yeah. There's hope. And we're growing. We're You've, learning. I mean, probably the the best way for us to go forward is to find hope in the people we probably oppose the most. Because it's easy to find supporters in your flock. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. They're just there. They're just always yeah, around man. you they're ready to agree with you because that's really what they and why believe. would you, why would so you if you're just able stay to there, go to though. the other side and find a little grain of hope even if it's let's say 20 percent of the total person i think that might be more valuable than getting the hundred percent on your side yeah dude like okay something that i i feel like it's a huge sign of somebody's intelligence when they're closed-minded about anything yeah you know what i mean like can't know everything yeah like okay or you just here's a here's like a here's like a a bit of a of a polarizing or like a controversial example, but like when you talk about somebody that that like they're like a like let's say a rapist, you want to talk to a rapist, and you're not. I'm not saying that the you can understand a race a rapist's uh, or a racist's perspective and say that oh that's a acceptable perspective, but you know you. If you're just like have the communication, like yeah. like just you I'm, can't close the book without having at least talked to the person. Yeah, or like without having at least read the book. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I get it. Like yes, there's natural, there yeah. are natural. Like there shouldn't be anything there's natural wrong. law. There shouldn't be anything wrong with you talking to the person and confirming that you you don't agree with them. Yeah, like if you yeah. if you can do that, you probably have a stronger philosophy are, than the guy who didn't talk. to Exactly, the I think you're you're you should you're obligated to do that at least once, to like have a have a foundation for and encouraged to do it most of the yeah. time. Yeah, I think just also because when, ooh. This slippery territory now, though. But well, like, yeah, when, let's just try to boil it down. I think what I guess I agree with you, and I'm trying to say is like, if you have an idea, it doesn't mean by talking to someone who opposes it that you're giving up on your idea. Yeah. In most cases, if you can come out of that on the other side, you'll have a better version of your idea than when you started with. So I just don't see what the downside is to yeah. talking to someone who 
you disagree with already. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, okay, not really directly related, but like I I always said growing up, like I'm not a big fan of the government. Like I don't, I just don't like the way things are done. But then I didn't really have much basis other than like what? Watching the news and like hearing what people said. But, you know, going into like, I studied diplomacy and it's a political science course and I had to actually like deal with local government officials and, and deal with their way of life. And now I have to work with local government officials in my work. Like you just, you have firsthand experience seeing the way things are done. And I, I wouldn't have had a deeper understanding of how I felt about that if I hadn't, you know, like actually done it, like yeah. talk to the person or like experience the, you know, it, there's just a lot of people who are behind their keyboards feeling a certain way and then thinking they they they've internalized it and then they they speak out which i'm not i'm not even gonna lie like i probably done that in the past i probably still do that sometimes unknowingly like it's just part of learning it doesn't make you a bad person but you're a bad person if you're continuously closing your mind or closing yourself off to to to, to a broad discussion you yeah I mean? you're doing yourself a disservice yes, for sure yes so yes agreed get out there Talk to people. <laughs> Go up to a random person on the if street. They, if they're wrong and you think they're wrong, you can tell them. Yeah. Tell them in a nice way. Yeah, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> please, please. Please, though. Please, just please, yeah. please shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, I've really seen... Um, I No, if I, if I, when I see examples of debates which I know are so sensitive and that people are able to act so civilly, that's when I gain a little bit of hope. Because... Mm -hmm. In fairness to the debates that we're having about, let's just say, any right now politics or philosophies, mm -hmm. ideologies, mm -hmm. these are hard debates. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. These are fundamental debates. Humans have tried to figure this out for as long millennia. As as, for as long as we've right? learned how to organize yeah, the systems. Yeah, if you're talking about systems of government, it's not like they decided one was it and they've been writing it forever. Yeah. No, we had like different right ones. Right now, we have different ones. So if you just... I mean, like, if you think about it that way, I try to be a bit more forgiving that people are getting this wrong. This is a fundamental debate. It, yeah, like, it's an existentialist um, problem. Or not a problem, but, like, it's coming from that existentialist place yeah. where you're trying to define something that is not easily seen, mm -hmm. understood. So having a debate, I feel like it's more important than having an answer at this point. True. That's Oh, that's a good point. Quote me on point. that, bro. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, because yeah, people, if someone asks me like just certain hot topics, let's just say like um, if you're talking about a system of government that is, what's the right one? I, I feel like my mind would change from day to day, year to year, depending on the points that I'm hearing. And then I'm not trying to say that I'm undecided or I'm wishy-washy, but I'm just saying... These things are so hard to define. We find out a new fact or a new, we gain new experience and we have to change the way. And I can't, I think it wouldn't be fair if I just stuck in my old ways because I said, that's what I told you five years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I want to see more of. I do see it from time to time. And yeah, again, just be the willingness to be open to changing your mind. Um, not if you don't want to change your mind, at least test your ideas. Yeah, that's it's pretty it's pretty cool too. If you find it, it it can be fun too. Debating in uh, a productive way is enjoyable because you're you're getting your your brain flowing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, we have actually gone past our time marker now. Oh, yeah! Congratulations. And I don't think we said anything too controversial. Yeah, I hope. I I, I hope that um. I mean, I do think in this podcast, I want to talk about specific topics related to yeah. whatever what we were mentioning sure. about like debating those fundamental ideas or at least yeah. saying what's out there um i just didn't want to do it now because i don't have anything well researched yeah and and it's our first episode we we don't yeah. want i don't want to lay it we don't too want, heavy yeah exactly like lay it on thick on the yeah. first episode we'll never have any yeah. listeners yeah um that's why if you're still here and you made it through all the video game talk wow you're yes. in a deep hole wow thank you <laughs> thank you you have you oh, we appreciate God. it um Oh, if you have any suggestions or like comments, yeah, concerns or opinions, even questions, you can just find a way to get it to us. Comment it wherever you're listening to this. Or uh, send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. 
Yeah, um, if you know us personally, personal can, accounts yeah, are fine. Too. Yeah, it's fine. Um, you know, even if it's a, even if it's an opinion about something we said. Um, yeah, if you disagree, yeah, it's all right. Bring it up. Bring it up. We we this where we're saying this. We want to have open communication. Yeah. We're, we, we just try to be nice. Yeah, come on. Like we're we're trying. We'll be civil if you're yeah. civil. <laughs> We're, we didn't mean to yeah. we're not trying to offend anyone here exactly so but I mean also if you're gonna be a dick about it then I mean you can't really can't really control I, you yeah uh, but I think I think that's it for now yeah, it's been a good great yeah. first oh well, mm. I hope you think it's great yeah. I had else, fun I had fun I did have fun I had a lot of fun doing this this is way better than rap music <laughs> that's a slippery slippery <laughs> statement right there dude it's just rapping without beats this is acapella rap this is not acapella rap <laughs> and end this podcast with a little rhyme for us uh, I'm gonna give you a limerick yeah yeah in a poetic <laughs> I form I can't, poetic I can't. form free whatever free verse uh, <laughs> 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 put you on the making, spot <laughs> making this podcast is cool I thought we would end up like fools but we went on and did it had fun and we killed it <laughs> so now we must bid you adieu <laughs> I don't think that worked I don't think that worked I don't um, know why you had an accent but I, I, think, do, because I think it's I do good enough for to, the first I one I do had to had to adieu, rhyme with adieu. adieu but it rhymed with fool eh? so it had to be adieu like anyway. Like a soft ooh. anyway thank you for listening to the no one's home oh yeah yeah no one's homies podcast yeah episode one episode one baby this cloud mark we're no one's home this is no one's homies this is no one's homies uh peace peace